friends, welcome to the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart's been created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 75. You're going to love Ali today. Uh, we talk everything about her uh, wonderful program called Sweaty Saints, um, how we need to have a holistic approach to our health and fitness, and you hear a few of my um, struggles that I, I, I try to overcome every day. Um, you might laugh along with me as I um, become more vulnerable with you, with my struggles, with pride and uh, by competitive nature, but you're going to love Ali. So stick around and have a listen. Have a great day. Podcast. I have a returning guest. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, last time we spoke, I think she was talking about being a Catholic single, which yep. is God has now have other plans for her and she is soon no longer to be single um but i would love to welcome back Alyssa to ren to the podcast <laughs> hello. um hello welcome back <laughs> well thanks for having me it's been uh yeah i love talking talking with you so it's a pleasure oh good um i reached out to you un unbeknownst to me the same time that god had changed the course of your life mm. um because only a few short weeks ago, what happened, Alyssa? I got engaged. <laughs> His timing is perfect. It is very perfect. Yeah. So beautiful. So it's you're crazy. getting married soon. Yes, August 6th. Embark on a new season of life. So congratulations. Thank you. It's very exciting. So definitely keep us in your prayers. <laughs> oh, I will. That's not what I wanted to talk to you about today, although it will, I'm sure it will come into our conversation. But <laughs> you do something now called Sweaty Saints. Yes, Can you explain great. to the listeners what that is? All right. So Sweaty Saints became just a little idea started through my journey of health and fitness um, through the different seasons just two years ago I guess when I came back from Australia I came back to Canada and um, my view of working out had changed throughout the last let's say six years and it became more of a time of prayer for me and offering up different different intentions for other people at the same time and so when I was working out and praying and listening to Christian music, I was like wanting to make something in this area available for others as well that incorporated not just the mind and the body, but our, also our soul. And during this time, my cousin had messaged me around the same time that I just had the, these ideas running through my heart uh, when my cousin's Chantal and she um, sent me a video about this idea that came in the States as well, which incorporates again the mind body soul aspect and she's like this is so cool we should do something like this and I was like are you kidding I was just thinking about this so obviously we believe that the Holy Spirit totally led us through this new journey of uh, 
journey of, I don't even want to say coaching, coaching in a, in a sense of just encouraging one another to make our lives a living prayer. And that's, that's through our minds and our bodies, but also our souls. We believe that those three things need to be incorporated in everything that we do um, because he gave us those different senses. And so uh, another one of my cousins ended up joining. So there's, there's three of us now, which is a perfect number. (laughs) And um, yeah, we're just been doing classes in person during the summer when the snow, (laughs) there's no snow. And then during the, the different seasons, just changing things up, creating programs and offering things uh, live, like streamed. So yeah, Beautiful. it's been exciting. Yeah. yeah. You could incorporate that if God willing, you have a family of your own of like, um, mm. um, you know, gym sessions with bubs, mums and bubs. Oh, I remember 100%. I used to do that in the park with Harry. Yeah. And I used yeah. to run out in front and beat everybody because I think pride, <laughs> I had a big problem with pride back then. <laughs> well, it's great because, yeah, we've, we all have different paths and journeys and stages of life that me and my two other cousins are at. One of them is in her, she's 45. The other one is in her early 30s and I'm just 26. So some of them have older um, kids and uh, others just journeying right now with a young family and me just beginning my life with a spouse soon. So um, yeah, like you said, we have tons of dreams like that in a way of wanting to involve our families as well and especially eventually target moms. So postpartum Mm. is going to be, I think, a a big program that we're going to be focusing on because there's another cousin. Thankfully, we have a big family (laughs) and interest Mm -hmm. in this in this subject where um, we're going to be creating a program soon that involves uh, athletes, that mothers that were athletes and how we need to properly listen to our bodies. And, mm. and again, do that, not just for training, but also mentally and mm. spiritually to, to be able to know how to feed all aspects of our lives. To be able to programs as well for, for me, a mom to be hopefully soon, God willing, um, to know how to properly train our bodies and listen to those cues, those God-given cues that God gave us as well and incorporates the, the spiritual part as well. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Um, you said something a few weeks ago. I, I don't see most of your stuff, but for some reason this popped up um, and you were talking. God winks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it was like 11.30 at night and I was, you know, shouldn't have been on my phone, but I was. And um, <laughs> this little video popped, well, you popped up and I clicked on it and it was you um, talking about the, the mindset shift mm. of, of food and exercise instead of doing it for others or for uh, yourself, you changed to um, change your mindset in doing it for God, um, mm. honoring the body that He gave us, not honoring it for ourselves to glorify ourselves, mm. but to glorify Him. They weren't your exact mm-hmm. words, but it really, yep. whatever you said, really resonated with me because mm. I have come to see my health journey, my fitness journey, as being very self centered, um, mm. quite prideful, and um, more about affirmation 
from others mm. rather than doing it to glorify God. And he brought me so low to, to the point of I was adamant to be fit and to be at the top of the class at the expense of my health. Mm. Um, neck, I ended up having spinal surgery. And I can see all the warning signs now in hindsight, you know, right. electric yeah. pulses up my arm whilst doing weights and not wanting to acknowledge it, just powering on through yeah. because I was going to finish and I was going to finish first, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I don't mean, know I if that was, through. yeah, I don't know if it was like that um, for you and while this happened for you during that, that chapter of your life, but I feel like a part not to blame everything on our society, but a part of it is that um, you got to be number one. If you're not first, you're last kind of thing. And that pressure, I don't know if it came outside from outside for you at all, or if it was just a mental thing. Mm. Um, but I, I feel as though society, especially with all the social media that we have now, it's, it's, um, it could be choking in a sense, you know, mm. so Mm. where you you stop listening to your own cues because you're listening to things outside yeah so yeah yeah not not paying attention to my body like like simple mm. not paying attention because I couldn't listen to it because I had to keep going like right. I had to you know yeah and yeah. I think the spiritual life is is a lot like that <laughs> not listening like that the, the not listening to his voice around me because I've got other things to do yeah absolutely like yeah they they go hand in hand if I'm not listening to mm -hmm. my body then how can I hear him and if I'm not listening to mm. him how can I hear my body does that make sense yeah oh absolutely and that's why like even with sweaty saints it's a holistic approach to everything it's not one without the other you know like well I mean I believe that we can live with God alone but he didn't just give us a spirit right? He gave us a body as well and a mind that we need to properly listen to and to feed as well. Mm -hmm. But like you said, we can't have one without the other because there'll be something missing for sure. And it yeah. doesn't matter how many um, marathon, half marathons, just like to clarify, I ran or <laughs> how many times I, you know, how many, whatever burpees I could do in a minute or yeah. it never satisfies. Mm. You always mm -hmm. feel like you're still not good enough. You could do better. Yeah. And I think that's actually how um, this idea of opening something like of a holistic approach to it was because I, I started putting training for God. <laughs> I started training to for God in a sense of I wasn't training to be the top on my team or the top in the province or whatever it was. Um, but it was, it was to honor him through what I was doing. And in a, in a sense, being able to push through a certain exercise, it wasn't so that I could look a certain way after. It was because I wanted to push so I could offer something else for him and be able to apply that little suffering that I had and, and apply it to my life in things that I didn't necessarily want to do as little as I don't want to do the dishes. <laughs> but um, being able to apply what I, I practiced in my training for something that will change um, bad habits in a way that could be more charitable. So, yeah, those things, like you said, like 
training for myself uh that video that i made it was it was very holy spirit led because um yeah like you said it's training for myself it you're right i'm not doing that anymore i try not to just rewiring that thought that mindset mm-hmm. but it's in a way putting god first so that i can serve for others afterwards you know prioritizing god first then naturally he he helps us to to make the rest of our lives ordered so so how do you get there can we hear your story you said before that six this happened six years ago what happened yeah. six years ago that sent you on this trajectory <laughs> well I feel like it all had its season and looking back now it's like oh, okay it took I feel like six years to really realize where I'm at now and still lots to work on obviously never ending but what ended up happening was I, I was asked to play on a university level for volleyball and, and I accepted in, it with in Canada and in the States. In, in Canada. Business, yeah. But that's, that's yeah. It was, it was great because I didn't even think like I was one of those high school or students in general. That I'm like, I'm not going to go to university. I'm just going to travel. I'm going to be like my sister and find the husband right away. <laughs> Uh, have the same love story I guess as she did Um, but when I started realizing that I had more potential in in a university level and was encouraged by my family which was great was was great to have that support and um, I'm happy I did that experience because obviously I wouldn't be here today without it but what happened was it became as much as I wanted to to make every decision for God what I knew in that moment was still disordered and um, it was still about performance. It was still about, okay, God sent me here. So I need to perform a certain way in a way that was um, yeah, physically and yeah, the spiritual side was there. Like I wanted to be there for the girls and, and to bring prayer um, before our games and things like that, that wasn't actually present in the time for those girls which some of it was fruitful, absolutely. But it became in the end where um, during summer, especially where I'd get, I'd, get, I'd get down on myself really easily because one, I was training on my own because I came back in a, in a different state training um, in my hometown. And it became something like, I, I'm never gonna be good enough. I'm never gonna pass this test. Um, I'm gonna go back and the girls are gonna be better than me. Or, all this mentality that was very exhausting <laughs> was more exhausting than the training itself, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, putting that pressure mentally was was unhealthy, and I I don't believe that that's why God sent me there. He sent me there, yeah, because He gave me a gift. I believe that, but to to be negative in that sense towards um, my abilities or relying on myself for those abilities was was distorted absolutely and um it was only after it was maybe my i think my third year in we were doing really good as a team and we had something rolling and we're looking forward to the provincials we had a good chance and that's when i dislocated my shoulder and had uh i guess some sort of identity crisis because um I thought that that was who I was. Mm. (laughs) 
I made that who I was instead of whose I was. Mm. And as much as I wanted to keep God in my life, I wasn't making him the priority in the proper way that it was meant to be. And what, what through that, through that brokenness that he allowed to have that injury, um, it took a few, a few months, even just to get out of that slump of like, I don't know, why am I here now? Then I, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Um, yeah, just all those questions flowing through that was, was I think a good questioning at that point because I was rediscovering who I actually was <laughs> um, in a way that maybe in the time that I thought that my life was over, <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was definitely a huge blessing in disguise, that injury, which mm-hmm. I think um, for many, um, like for your, your, your experience as well, you know, you're, you're trying to reconstruct, okay, what's going on? questioning yourself that way so I think when you see it in hindsight you see it as such a gift mm. I, I look at it I, I look at my because I used to document a lot of emotions and feelings and things mm. on my Instagram and I sometimes go back and read what I wrote back then and think oh my gosh wow he really had me in like I was in a really good, like I was in a bad place physically, but spiritually Mm. I had nothing else. I ended up, it it changes your perspective. You see like (laughs) through that lens of surrender and it's, it's a beautiful, it's a hard place to be, but gosh, is it beautiful? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it was that anger that was like, why did you do this? Like, why did you do this to me? But he was doing it to restore me, you know, mm. and, and thankfully, I believe that a lot of people were praying for me during that time already. Um, I had a good support <laughs> from, mm. from family and, and mama's prayers, I always believe that are, are really strong. So um, I think that's what got me out of it. And slowly, you know, it's, it's not like all of a sudden, I was like, Oh, yeah, okay. I know what I'm meant to do now. It's, everything's fine. <laughs> it took time. It took time. And, and I think that's why I love the passage of Ecclesiastes 3, the beginning of the chapter about seasons, because it's like, yeah, there's a time to mourn and then there's a time to dance. And it just goes through those, those two, you know, mm-hmm. two different um, mirrors, I guess, in a sense, right? Two yeah. completely different chapters. So. I just had an image then of um, when you were saying that of shattering, you know, brokenness, that Mm. that the beauty of stained glass is that it is full of different colored pieces. Mm. And when his light shines through that, it absolutely becomes glorious. And that's Mm. what he does with us. Um, Yeah, that's exactly it. That's a great visual. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well it just came up in my mind then I'm sorry I didn't I'm gonna go back and look at Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes I can't even say it yeah Ecclesiastes 3 Ecclesiastes 3 I'm I think it's 1 to 12 I think that's the whole chapter okay I don't yeah I could be wrong to include me in that but all right I'll, I'll google it later I'm not a bit <laughs> but I'd like to be um, yeah 
But I think <laughs> the whole cool. thing here is belovedness. If we don't understand how loved we are or who we are or whose we are, we get lost along the way. We listen to all those other voices mm. that are competing for our attention. And sometimes, yeah. like, just like you and I have experienced, we need to be brought down very low. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even the low part, when you say, when you said that, it reminded me of um, when I was in Australia, when I was out there and I, I had done a triathlon with my, my brother-in-law. And those were like pushing different limits. It's like, okay, I know my weakness is, is my shoulders now, which used to be my strength and, and finding something else. And having goals is good. Being an athlete is fun. Like all these things are good. I'm not saying yeah. that, you know, Me like yeah. I quit all that. <laughs> or, yeah. But it's, it's a way of, it, it slowly became like, it was evolving still a couple of years ago in a, in a way where I had to keep humbling myself and and allowing other people to to be part of the team as well mm -hmm. and um and even coming back after that with with the pandemic happening and having to come back to Canada during that time I was just training I didn't have a gym to go to I didn't have my mom would would train with me sometimes which is awesome um but it was really in that quietness and that stillness and that low in that low time Although I felt high spiritually, I was, I was in my peak spiritually. I truly believe that because of the quietness that um, this, this world allowed, <laughs> this pandemic allowed. Um, it really brought me after that uh, a new mindset of, okay, now I feel, I feel like my spiritual side is coming stronger. I feel like I still enjoy training and I still believe that's a gift that God gave me. And I don't want to put that aside because mm. I don't want that to define me because I want Christ to define me now, but I still want that to be a part of my life because I still believe that those gifts that he gives us are still, mm. are still needing to be used. Right. Yeah. So during that time, that's really when everything was coming together for me. So that was last last March probably around this time where I was just training I would either wake up early um before work and or yeah I didn't even work at that time because I was supposed to be on missions for a couple of years so uh, my work was just <laughs> just to read scripture work yourself <laughs> <Just> out <laughs> yeah work myself out but I truly felt really blessed during that time and yeah. I, I I felt almost guilty for for being for feeling like I had my life was so good yeah. that I was like okay well how can I offer something else and it became through my training so it was like okay I'll wake up earlier I'll train and I'll train harder not for myself or not to look a certain way because that's what it used to be you know mm -hmm. I wanted to look a certain way so that I could either you know be noticed in a way or mm -hmm. to perform a certain way but it wasn't about that anymore it was how can I help someone else because I'm prioritizing God now and, and wanting um, really to change that mindset of it's not about me mm. and, and believing um, I really believe that that extra sweat and that extra drop of sweat made a difference because of St. Today is easier and, 
and her littleness that she was offering everything. And I was reading her story at that time and, and really thinking like, okay, everything that I do is seen by God. Mm. And, and actually like believing that. And I felt the most, um, I felt God's presence the most while I was praying uh, and doing my workout. And that's because I was offering myself now as as a little sacrifice as the teeniest tiniest drop you know mm-hmm. and and that's really what transforms my my lifestyle and and my way of thinking for training and also praying and believing that you know that I can apply anything in my training for my life for the good of others in service and in love and I still struggle with that and again with this season's winter here is rough brutal <laughs> it's brutal and I feel it in my spiritual life totally and like now the snow is slowly melting I'm like hey it's coming like this new like this the usual me of like that peak that I was like that I was hungry for for God and and those all those seasons are part of life so and that's right it, you don't get it's it's not one and done. You don't have this kind of transformation yeah. and it's all over. That's totally. It. Yeah. It is constant. It is this yeah. constant um, renewal, renewing, mm. revival. Mm. I, I even caught myself a few months ago. Um, I I mean because exercise is really good. It's really important, and we oh, can't, yeah. we can't forget the body and renew mm. the soul, and or forget the soul and renew the body. We need both mm. and. And I, I um, because of my neck, I can't do all the things. I don't go to the gym anymore and I don't lift weights, but I swim. And mm. um, it was quite humiliating because I had to swim, with, I still do, with a snorkel, uh, <laughs> a front snorkel because I can't turn my neck too much. Um, I get a lot of pain. So You're um, starting a new trend. That's what oh, I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> now I just embrace it. I don't care. My kids don't like to swim with me, mind you. Um, oh, I get upstairs. Um, anyway, I was swimming one day and I was this I, I I am very competitive. I didn't realize how competitive I was, and it's the pride in me. I'm I'm positive. Um, but this guy gets in the other lane, right? And I'm always trying to race myself against the people on either That's side of me. Like, yeah. like it's really bad. Anyway, I thought, yeah. no way, he's not going to get this lap on me. So I'm there flogging myself up, up and down, up and down, like dying back to my old ways, right? Oh. Our Lord spoke to my heart and he said, uh, stay in your lane. You know, <laughs> do not compete with him. Like, remember oh who you, like, he hasn't had six children. He hasn't had spinal surgery. Stop trying to compare yourself and compete mm. with Bugalugs in the next lane, who's <laughs> Mr. Bodybuilder. <laughs> like, that is <sighs> shocking. I have to, like, even no. constantly, I have to constantly yeah. call myself. Don't do it and that's yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like as in, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I totally understand it. And I think a lot of people will relate to that. And I think that's that's another reason why we wanted to start the sweaty saints. We wanted the part of like of yeah, it, it's true. Like that athlete is still in us and it's 
it's ever constant reminder like you said that we need and I think that's why I wanted to create a community why we felt the urge to call like to to bring together community and do that together you know it's like okay it's okay you know like we have that competitiveness and that some sometimes that's good you know in the sense of like I'll try to turn this and put it (laughs) my competition towards Satan and like saying like okay I'll compete against him and not let him win let's do that yeah um but yeah, I totally understand. And and that's totally something that um, I think many people can relate to. Like I said before, it's just, it's, but thankfully, like, that you heard, you know, you, you had that space in your heart to hear God and to be reminded. And that's super important. I think that's, scripture has been that for me, um, that, that reminder. But it was, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going a bit off track. I just had this thought about me working out and sweating and, and why we, we named sweaty saints. Um, yeah, it was, it came from my sweat watching, speaking of competitiveness. That's why it came because I was following this lady on, on YouTube because she does great workouts. I love her hit workouts, but I was competing with her a screen. Okay. She's not even, with me, <laughs> which is good. Cause it, it pushed me. But at the same time, I was like, man, this girl isn't even sweating. <laughs> and I was <laughs> dripping. I'm like, okay, I can keep up with her. But why do I look like a potato, like a big red tomato? And she looks like a model still. I was like, again, still comparing myself. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I was like, I started praying to St. Michael and St. Joan of Arc. And, and I was like, man, like they had to be sweating like saint joan of arc had to be sweating in her armor Mm. and thinking of of christ doing the rosary while working out again going through his life and in the in the garden of agony you know sweating like blood and that's i I mean it was a different type of sweat 100 but there were so many saints as well that were at like patron saint of athletes and and that's i guess where it rooted from it rooted from that competitiveness (laughs) And like, okay, what's going on here? And, and it's normal, you know, it's something that's natural. And it sounds funny or named. Absolutely. Like people are like sweaty saints, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I wanted something that was, was true, you know, that it's like, yeah, I do sweat. I'm not perfect. I do fall. I still go into, you know, that, that, competitive, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stay in your lane. I love that. Yeah, well, they said that. What are you doing? Stay in your lane. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to pull back. I'm thinking, yes, but I look like an idiot with my snorkel on, Jesus. I'm gonna. (laughs) I need to keep. Is that good? (laughs) Good. So then I just have to pull back and let you win. Let bugger up muscles win. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But we we have to keep reminding ourselves that we can't compare. We are who he created. We've got to be who he created us to be, not somebody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's yeah, cool. and I love, I love and coming out of that that injury from university was had to do with a lot of that. You know, that image of like I can't, I need to stop comparing myself because now I actually need lots of help. <laughs> so I can't, and I physically, my body's telling me that I cannot. I'm not allowed to move my arm. And, you know, that's, that's a way of, okay, I need to stop comparing in those little ways. And um, coming back, it was, it was slowly like, okay, I can't do this. And I don't feel like doing this, but 
I'll do it because I still have my legs and I'm still grateful for my legs and I'll train for that person I cannot. And so like just those little things of like, how can we change something that feels like is destroying us into a way that can be fruitful, that can actually plant a new seed and turn into something that um, can benefit others in ways that we never will, we might, will never see, might not never see in this time but that maybe hopefully in heaven that eventually we'll see the fruit of those little those little sufferings that we carried but beautiful yeah. I heard something the other day I'll, I'll leave you with this um because it was to do with muscles and and mm. I did an interview a few weeks ago with um Stephanie Weinert whose son died um at 18 months of age and a friend of mine uh, who listened also had a son who died at the same age. And I did mention her on the podcast that when I mm. went to her house, she was holding him and she looked like the Pieta um, mm. holding her son in her arms. And she text emailed me later and said that her muscles, she said, thank you, know, thank you for sharing that because she was able to sit with Our Lady of Sorrows um, mm. like Stephanie did and she said her body still kept that memory, the muscle memory of holding him wow. because she still, you know, she held onto him so tightly and her muscles were sore for days afterwards. Mm. And um, she said that Our Lady is like that now. Imagine her muscles now that she holds this broken world in her arms like that. Mm. Um, and what a beautiful image that we can use to reflect on the sorrowful heart of Our Lady, the wounded mm -hmm. heart, with our with our aching muscles, even after exercise. When we're, you know, we do yeah. these things to hold other people in that embrace, and that's kind of what you're doing with your mm -hmm. sweaty saints offering things up. Those those extra. Um, push-ups or whatever it is yeah um so there is a connection there how beautiful yeah yeah that's that's definitely the hope you know that that we want to encourage that and like I said to be able to to make our lives a living prayer so um there's that image that you gave it's like it it shows and I for me hearing that it's like I feel that there's there's beauty and brokenness as well it's just asking maybe God to open our eyes to that. That's the part where we just need to invite him and he'll definitely work through us with anything. Yeah. And it could be through, through, you know, you know, maybe at this stage of our season, it's, it's through working out and another time it'll be something else, but mm. yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely beauty in that. Yeah. But it's there's just, beauty um, in that sweat too. Like, Mm. We are, sweat is not nice it's you know when we go for jogs on the weekend my husband always brings a second shirt because he you know jogging shop because he just oh <laughs> he drips and then it's reality. It's he reality. wants to throw it at us like that's it like and oh it is the worst so yeah. Like, yeah like it's smelly and it's sticky and it's uncomfortable mm. and it means that you've done something hard mm. and that's kind of what sainthood is about doing the hard thing <laughs> um, Amen. so thank you for that reminder and what a beautiful mm. initiative
Mm, yeah, it's just starting. There's little roots coming. <laughs> Mustard seeds. Snow is melting. <laughs> the snow is melting. We're really excited for this new season coming up. But yeah, read that scripture passage. It's so good. I, think I will. Love it. Oh, I know you'll love it. It's I God's will. word. So <laughs> I love it. Now, is there anything you'd like to say before we finish up? Um, thank you for your <laughs> ministry. Uh, oh, yep. seriously it's such a joy every time I see your posts and the, the way that you share is so beautiful and it it really I know that God is working through you so thank you for Aww. for sacrificing for your little sweat <laughs> sometimes it's a big sweat <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah keep us in keep us in your prayers I sure. will and thank you for yours um before we finish off, you need to think of something that brought you joy. And I'm sure you've got plenty of things in, the oh, so in that northern hemisphere of yours. <laughs> you can give me two. I'll allow you two. Okay. What okay. brought you joy this week, Alyssa? Um, well, this Friday, we will be looking at a house that we will most likely be buying. Oh, that's exciting. That is bringing me lots of joy because we've been, the market has been very difficult and we put offers in and have not been getting them. And it's been a roller coaster ride to say the least. Um, but I knew God was going to pull through. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, he put someone in our path that had not put this property on the market and is willing to give it to us if we want it so we're gonna uh, go check it out on friday so there's it's an older property but there's there's a few acres which we love right by the river so oh uh, yeah so that's been a joy beautiful. yeah and uh oh man just the snow melting has been a joy as well but um just everyone in my life right now just with the planning with the wedding and everyone supporting and praying that's in itself has just been like I can't even register everything <laughs> like I, I feel like so often I go to bed and then I tell myself like what just happened today and I just like okay God like help me to be in the moment because there's so much going on right now but all good things beautiful all good weddings things. weddings are such a fun time and such a yeah <laughs> Such a consolation for that time of um, feeling left out of the waiting, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Enjoy so, every moment because it's, yeah. he wants you to feel. Yeah, yeah I was telling Orlando that last night. I'm like, man, I just remember last year thinking like, oh man, is my spouse out there? And like, God made it happen. And all of a sudden, like, poof, we're getting married already. So. Yeah, he's obviously been a huge joy in my life. How did you meet him? Um, Catholic match. Awesome. So all single ladies, I know I told myself I would never do online dating. I was like, nope, never. I'm like, I meet people in person, the old-fashioned way. It's all going to be good. <laughs> and um, I was doing the St. Joseph consecration yeah. during that time, and I felt called to do it. And... Yep, a few months later. Was he local person. or did he travel? No, so he, yeah, he, well, he's from Brazil, but mm -hmm. he's been here for the past six years, but I have not been around for the past. <laughs> we actually went out for coffee and found out that one of his best friends, which is actually one of the groomsmen, 
is one of my good camp friends from since grade seven. So we would have eventually met. It's just funny that, yeah, it ended up being that God's timing. I believe it because yeah, yeah. Um, with everything happening and yeah, it was what we needed in that time. So that's yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. of the process. Well, congratulations. And I cannot thank you. follow along. <laughs> yes. From thank the you. Thank you. Pond. You're going to make a beautiful bride. Oh, thank you. Well, my one (laughs) thing is um, we have our retreat coming up in May, 7th of May, and Mm -hmm. just the women on my team, just our funny, funny, funny night WhatsApp messages (laughs) um, between each other, just organising things. And, gosh, they bring me so much joy. They're such a beautiful group of women. And we enjoy each other's company and it's just a delight to do this with such beautiful women so they bring me so much joy how good yeah wow. yeah so many fruits yeah <laughs> from so the deep. labor <laughs> all right Ali I better let you go because you have other bridesmaids yes. to ask <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you <laughs> and thank you so much for what you do and for your time mm, thank you thank you well 